Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Yep, welcome back. No, we need more more energy than that. You're happy to be back. Okay, well, you have all the energy for both of us, so. <laughs> no, bring it in. Bring them, welcome them back in to the breakdown. I was doing that. Welcome back to Bible Breakdown. Yeah, where we discuss, where we read the Bible and give our critique of it. Yeah, just our humble opinions. Just, you know, in my humble opinion. I'm Kat. And I am T. Yeah, you are. What's uh what's poppin' tea? What do you what do you what do you remember last time from the breakdown to get everybody all caught up in case they're behind? Um, I don't remember much, but if I jump back, we talked about the bread for the tabernacle, blasphemy and its punishment. We talked about appointed festivals, the Sabbath Passover and unleavened bread, and the offering of first fruits. So do you feel bathed in the love of the Lord and ready to turn your life around? No. Me neither. I and at the time of this recording, Good Friday will be tomorrow. That's so true. It's Holy Thursday. That's a thing. Okay. Oh, I guess so. I feel like, it now, did, you, it wasn't. did you guys used to do Stations of the Cross? Um, yeah, yeah, well, I think we even had a song for it or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Did you ever perform in it? Uh, is that where it shows Jesus getting beaten and hung yeah. up on the There's cross? Yeah, like tw- how many stations are there? There's a bunch because I remember thinking, I'm like, yeah, oh, we saw that. Up to it was. It was like an honor at our school to portray Jesus. It um, was. It was a huge deal. I remember that. <laughs> I remember who got I chosen. Got he on. was like, basically, were you? You got to be Christ? No, I said I never got chosen. Uh, that's You were robbed. Um, I mean, it still worked out for me. Sure, sure. But, um, yeah, I never, I mean, by the time I got to a Catholic school, um, I didn't know what a big deal it was, so I didn't try to get in on it. And a lot of times, too, I like to use masks just for, like, downtime. Yeah, it was definitely a big deal. So, yeah. So do you... You want to start? Like, Le- yeah. Leviticus 25, starting with the sabbatical year. In the year of Jubilee. 15 stations of the cross. Or is it 12 or 15? Um, 14 Catholic death courses, stations across are a 14 step Catholic devotion that commemorates Jesus's last day on earth as a man. So, I guess, according to Catholic yeah, doctrine, Jesus didn't become a god until after he was killed. Which there's so many issues with that, but yeah, okay, sure. I mean, just because it's literally like the Hercules movie where Hercules wants to be a god. But he can't. To me, he can't like go. So many similarities <laughs> between like Zeus and Hercules, especially the Zeus and all his kids, and like Jesus and the Lord. Yeah. So I don't know, but the sabbatical year, the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, saying, "Speak to the people of Israel and say to them." When you enter the land that I am giving you, the land shall observe a Sabbath for the Lord. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in their yield. But in the seventh year, there shall be a Sabbath of complete rest for the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. You shall now sow your field or prune your vineyard. You shall not reap the aftergrowth of your harvest or gather the grapes of your unpruned vine. It shall be a year of complete rest for the land. You may eat what the land yields during the sabbath you your male and female slaves your hired and your bound laborers who live with you for your for your livestock also and for the wild animals in your land all its yield shall be for food 
hard pause. This is for all the uh, biblical apologists who try to say that like slavery was just another name for like a servant. They made the Lord took the time to differentiate between the male and female slaves and your hired and bound laborers who live with you. So Bible got super cool with slavery. Uh, I, I'm I didn't done. know they um, did that. A lot of biblical apologists do that. They're like, no, it wasn't like slavery, like slavery, slavery. It's like, nah, it was slavery, slavery. <laughs> the year of Jubilee. You shall count off seven weeks of years, seven times seven years, so that the period of seven weeks of years gives 49 years. Then you shall have the trumpet sounded loud on the 10th day of the seventh month. On the day of atonement, you shall have the trumpet sounded throughout all your land. And you shall hallow... You, yeah, you sh and you shall hallow the 50th year and you shall proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. You shall return every one of you to your property and every one of you and every one of you to your family. The 50th year shall be a jubilee for you. You shall not sow or reap the aftergrowth or harvest the unpruned vines. For it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You shall eat only what the yield, only what the field itself produces. In this year of Jubilee, you shall return every one of you to your property. When you make, yeah, in this year of Jubilee, you shall return every one of you to your property. When you make a sale to your neighbor or buy from your neighbor, you shall not cheat one another. When you buy from your neighbor, you shall pay only for the number of years since the Jubilee. The seller shall charge you only for the remaining crop years. If the years are more, you shall increase the price, and if the years are fewer, you shall diminish the price. For it is a certain number of harvests that are being sold to you. You shall not cheat one another, but you shall fear your God, for I am the Lord your God. You shall observe my statutes and faithfully keep my ordinances, so that you may live on the land securely. The land will, the land will yield its fruit, and you will eat your fill and live on it securely. Should you ask, what shall we eat in the seventh year if we may not sow or gather it in our crop? I will order my blessings for you in the sixth year so that it will yield a crop for three years. When you sow in the eighth year, you will be eating from the old crop until the ninth year. When, it produce, when, when its produce comes in, you shall eat the old. The land shall be sold in perpetuity, for the land is mine. Wait, no, 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 no. Land shall not be oh, sold. Oh, I'm sorry. The land shall not be sold in perpetuity, for the land is mine. With me, you are but aliens and tenants. Throughout the land that you hold, you shall provide for the redemption of the land. If anyone of your kin falls... Oh, my gosh. This is a long if one. Anyone of your, That's what she said. Okay. If any one of your kin falls into difficulty and sells a piece of property, then the next of kin shall come and redeem what the relative has sold. If the person has no one to redeem it, but then prospers and finds sufficient means to do so, the year since its uh, the year since its sale shall be computed, and the difference shall be refunded to the person to whom it was sold, and the property shall be returned. But if there is not sufficient means to recover it, what was sold shall remain with the purchaser into the year of Jubilee. In the Jubilee, it shall be released and the property shall be returned. If anyone sells a dwelling house in a walled city, it may be redeemed until a year has collapsed, elapsed, until a year has elapsed since its sale. The right of redemption shall be one year. If it is not redeemed before a full year has elapsed, a house that is in a walled city shall pass in perpetuity to the purchaser. Throughout the generations, it shall not be released in the Jubilee, but houses and villages that have no walls around them shall be classed as open country. Then oh, look, they may be redeemed and they shall be released in the Jubilee. As for the cities of the Levites, the Levites shall forever have the right of redemption of the house in the cities belonging in them. Such property as may be redeemed from the Levites. Houses sold in the city belonging to them shall be released in the Jubilee because the house because the houses in the cities of the Levites are in their possession among the people of Israel. But the open land around their cities may not be sold, for that is their possession for all time. If any of your kin fall into difficulty and become dependent on you, you shall support them. They shall live with you as though uh, resident aliens. 
Do not take interest in advance or otherwise make a profit from them, but fear your God. Let them live with you. You shall not lend them your money at you shall not lend them your money and interest taken in advance or provide them food at a profit. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan to be your God. If anyone who if any who are dependent on you become so impoverished that they sell themselves to you, you shall not make them serve as slaves. They shall remain with you as hired or bound laborers. They shall serve with you into the ear of the Jubilee. Then they and their children will then then they and their children with them shall be free from your authority. They shall go back to their own family and return to the ancestral property, for they are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as slaves are sold. You shall not rule over them with harshness, but shall fear your God. As for the male and female slaves whom you may have, it is from the nations around you that you may acquire males and male and female slaves. You may also acquire them from among the aliens residing with you and from the families that you are with who have been born in your land and they be and they may be your property you may keep them as a possession for your children after you for them to inherit as property these you may treat as slaves but as for your fellow israelites no one shall rule over the other with harshness if resident aliens among you prosper, and if any of your kin fall into difficulty with one of them and sell themselves to an alien or to a branch of the alien's family, after they have sold themselves and they have the right of redemption, one of the brothers may redeem them, or their uncle or their uncle's son may redeem them, or any one of the family who is of their own flesh may redeem them, or if they prosper, they may redeem themselves. They shall compute with the purchaser the total from the year when they sold themselves to the alien into the jubilee year the price of the sale shall be applied to the number of years the time they were with the owner shall be rated as the time of a hired laborer if many years remain they shall pay for their redemption in proportion to the purchaser price i'm um, sorry in if if many years remain they shall pay for their redemption in the if many years remain they shall pay for the for their redemption in the proportion to the purchase price and if few years remain until the jubilee year they shall compute thus according to the years involved they shall make payment for their redemption as a laborer hired by the year they shall be under the alien's authority who shall not however rule with harshness over them in your sight and if they may have not redeemed in in any of these ways they and their children with them shall go free in the jubilee year for me the people of israel are servants they are my servants whom i am brought out from the land of egypt i am the lord your god i feel like this was a big fucking legal contract and it was purposely worded to confuse strong agree but i think one thing was very clear it's totally cool with god for the israelites to have slaves at least he was at some point bible god the lord the super good. He, I mean, can I read again louder for the people in the back who are like, no, it's not that it's either one or the other. God is cool with slavery yeah. and the Bible's never wrong, right? It's the perfect word of God, like, you know, blah, 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 until it's something that contradicts what we now know. Because for most of human history, slavery has been cool. So yeah. we it's pretty recent and it's interesting that it's also along the um, it correlates with, you know, education and literacy that people yeah. are like, ooh, I don't think we should own people like we belong to ourselves like the, the, the idea of a, and especially since it's a very American thing like my freedom, my freedom, 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 freedom. But it's but it's like but only for people who are like me, because, of course, you can't enslave other Israelites. So that tribalism, which to me is a very human thing to me. I don't know. It's just God just seems very um, just he just sounds like a dude. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I don't know. I don't know if their intention in the beginning was to make this up to confuse people. So then they could just be like, hey, we got the literal word of God. We know what we're doing. You should just follow us. And most people back in those days couldn't read anyway. So what they I wouldn't know. even know reading was a concept. Like imagine it's one thing to to know that you're illiterate. These people didn't even know they were illiterate. 
Well, I'm talking about the people who wrote this, not. But I'm just saying, I always want to point out this existed before it was written down. Okay, sure. So a lot of these people who are dictating this are not like people who are passing this down. A lot of times, I think it existed in some form for sure, but. That's what I'm saying. It existed orally for a really long time because writing stuff down wasn't even a concept for the people who came up with this stuff. So it wasn't until later when people who had a concept of literacy were like, I should write this down. Sure. (laughs) I think it's worth pointing out. I want to read this part again. You already read it, but I feel like it can't be said enough. This is um, verse 44. As for the male and female slaves who you may have, it is from the nations around you that you may acquire male and female slaves. You may also acquire them from among the aliens residing with you and from their families that are with you who have been born in your land. They may be your property. You may keep them as a possession for your children after you for them to inherit as property. These you may treat as slaves, but as for your fellow Israelites, no one shall blah, 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 blah. So yeah, they said property twice. Like these are human yeah. beings that they're holding as chattel. Like, to me, that's one of the worst things that human beings have ever done. And the perfect word of God, which everyone is like, they want to, I promise you, I think people are just trying, they, they're not letting go of this. I think they still very much want to enslave people who, it's a human impulse, right? Like, I'm the dominant culture, I get to enslave you. Well, they kind of are already doing that with your finances a little bit do you well i I should assume i'm resources i'm going to this with a lot of assumptions so let me apologize do you think slavery is bad yes we agree on that i think slavery is bad too so for i also feel like that's a leading question why because yeah (laughs) yeah it is bad from the perspective of how we or how we have our value system set in place, but not everybody feels like that. So therefore they might not think that slavery is bad because I would make an argument if I was of a different mind state. I mean, we talk about this all the time. If I'm smarter than you and I know how to take advantage of you, then that's kind of a law of, of nature where it's like, I don't, I don't have to try to do good by you. I guess the only caveat to that would be like human beings possess consciousness. And so we can differentiate between right and wrong. But arguably, that's, that's Eve's fault. Arguably. But I would also, again, just argue that if I'm smarter than you and I can take advantage of you and it's to my benefit, I don't owe you anything. So I have a pet theory about why that's why I got kicked off the other podcast I was on. I made that comment that I don't know what other podcast than you i'm sorry I, I thought i already told you this and then no, um you've been terrible communication the last few days that's so true. i don't know and what's i'm going taking on. accountability for that i'm sorry which is why we're here after i've had <laughs> it's a been a long little, few days i'm editing all this out i'm perfect anyway um <laughs> no like in our uh the last uh episode we recorded on the other podcast i do i had mentioned that about how like you know, the first story in the Bible is basically just about how human beings are being punished for seeking knowledge, like trying to seek good knowledge. And Adam's punished for listening to Eve because we were talking about like why men don't like so resistant to listening to women. And I'm like, well, for many of us in the English speaking world, the first story we're ever taught about morality is about how even before we know the difference between good and evil, trying to find that out will get you punished by God. And even God was lying because God was like, the day you eat of the fruit, you'll die. And the snake was like, no, you won't. And the snake was telling the truth. So <laughs> I pointed that out. And then to after, fair, and so uh, after I said that a couple of days later, he's like, I'm not doing the podcast anymore and doesn't air that episode. Okay. I don't know. We can have that conversation offline, but <laughs> to be fair, I don't believe that story to be true. I believe it to be a metaphor. One, two. A myth, even. That's fine. We can use that word. Um, But again, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. You were just saying you don't think that Adam and Eve story is true. 
well that but i was i was gonna go somewhere with it oh, sorry. um regardless i think that um was it about slavery we again just to reiterate i think that if i can take advantage of a situation not me personally oh, but there's an people. argument to be made well i mean that gets into morality of and ethics and that's a complicated issue i know like people like to be like well i just turned to the bible it's like well it's not a good place for ethics it's like super cool with slavery um and which is that's one not of what the, their pastor tells them huh it's not what their pastor tells them, nor it's their not. super religious friend. No, no one's going to tell them that. But it's like this. But I mean, that's game, though. But like you, I, you can't get I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it, which is why, which is, again, supports my argument, where is I think religion to a certain degree is taking advantage of the. For lack of a better term, stupidity of other people, a, a mass, a mass majority of people. And because at the end of the day, or from a, from my perspective, it kind of just seems like a bedtime tale. It seems like a fairy tale or something of that nature. Well, and so, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, when I literally th- like when we sit here and joke, but all jokes aside, like think like there's some entity in the sky that's controlling all of these things, and it's just like, well, everything that I do that's good is I have to give to this person, which is kind of a narcissistic trait. We've talked about this before and everything bad that I do is my fault, which is kind of an abusive kind of thing to put on people. And so I kind of go back and forth with this myself where I kind of like respect the game of the church and preachers because it's just like, we're just taking advantage. Like I made a living out of nothing. And that's literally what I think we do as artists. We just make up shit and hope people like it. I know, but I don't try to convince people that my art is like, I don't gaslight them into thinking that my art is reality and reality isn't. No, but I would argue that there are artists out there who. Like, no, will, no, who create, like, no, as soon as you who say create the word, stuff, no, as soon who as you cre- say the word okay. art, we're, we know we're creating something. But it doesn't matter because there have been plenty of instances where people have created art and they're like, and somebody else has had an opinion about it and they're like, well, you're just looking at it wrong or you just don't get it. I'm not making so that point. I'm talking about subverting art for reality. So instead of me being like, I love Star Trek, being telling people, like, no, it's actually real. There's a real enterprise. There's a real Captain Kirk and you should worship him as opposed to, uh, you know, like I, people do get different things from art for sure. It's up for interpretation, but because it's art, you know, it's something that a human being created. They're not claiming that the Bible is art. They're claiming that this is reality. Yeah, that's fine. But I think what I was saying still remains true. So anyway, I mean, what you're saying is true, but it doesn't refute my point, which is that this is bad because it's, it's, it's a stand in for reality. Like this creates a moral framework and a moral like matrix of reality that for instance, let me, here's a great, this is the one I use. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. So for instance, because of like the dogma of the Bible, people think, cause Jesus was basically an apocalypse preacher and Jesus taught that like he was actually going to return before his followers died. People always ignored that part of what Jesus said. But like Jesus' big thing was like, sell all your shit. This this is coming to an end. And it's 2,000 years later and it's still going. So there's that part. But like because people believe that Jesus is coming any minute, there's no motivation to make our world better. They don't want to invest in education. They don't want to invest in making people's lives better, um, reducing poverty. They think poverty is a judgment. Like God likes rich people and poverty is your punishment from God. And also with climate change, because they're like, oh, God said he's not going to flood the world again. So we don't have to worry about the ice caps melting. Well, I would say that's probably the way for many old white men. But I don't think from just my own uh, perspective test, I don't think that's the way for the generation that I'm a part of, nor the generation that's behind me. So I think the when those people eventually take place, that's not necessarily how they're going. Like religion is dropping 
people going to church is dropping. But not in government, so. not in the positions like levers of power. Like right now, like if you were to say, well, maybe, but you do make a point, right? Like it's going down. I think people could like maybe run for office now, but the idea like, of like, I wouldn't where be we surprised. Live, do you think like someone who's uh, openly says, I don't believe in God, I think this church stuff is bullshit is going to get elected out here? Um, Maybe not right now, but I think 20 years from now. Yeah, 30, 40 but think about how much more damage these people can do between now and then. Like you see, like they're Whoa. rolling back abortion rights. Like they're real motivated about that shit. And to me, it's so crazy because it's so obvious to me why they want unwanted children. They're easier to abuse and indoctrinate. Like the yeah. the whole reason like people are becoming less religious now is because like for the past, like, you know, how long is Burroughs versus Way? That was like the 70s. So maybe for the past 40, 50 years, there's been way more um, power given to women on when they want to reproduce because it's like, yeah, there's lots of times I want to fuck, but I don't want to have a kid. And so now that you're able to control when and how many kids you want to have, you can raise them better. And like my kid now, there's no way that she's falling for that shit. Like she, we were talking about that today. She's like, it's so weird. Like, why would you think the creator of the universe is concerned with your parking space? Like, and she's 11. Like, it doesn't take much to figure. This what? stuff is easy to see I through. I don't understand that. What? The creator of the universe is concerned with your parking space. What? Oh, you never heard people, like, pray, like, when they're driving. <laughs> Maybe this is, like, specific to my experience growing up. But, like, people will, like, religious family members, like, will be looking for a parking space, like, at the mall or, like, a crowded amusement park or something. And they'll be like, oh, thank you know, like, they'll be praying. And then when they find one, they're like, oh, thank God. Like, God. Or like when they're looking for their keys, it's like the God. Shit I've ever heard. Well, don't talk about my mom like that. <laughs> Nobody's ever done that when I was with them, but. Oh, I've heard this like so many times. Where like the, just the things like people think that, like they. I wonder if prayers were like genie wishes. Would people use them so much? Once again, these are just. Let me. We're doing that thing again. Let me read this. To, this one's really long too. So let's get this over with <laughs> leviticus 26 rewards for obedience you shall make for yourself no idols and erect no carved images or pillars and you shall not place figures figured stones in your land to worship them for i am the lord your god you should keep my sabbath and reverence my sanctuary i am the lord if you follow my statutes and keep my commandments and observe them faithfully i will give you your reins in their season and the land shall yield its produce and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit your threshing shall overtake the vintage and the vintage shall overflow overtake the sowing you shall eat your bread to the full and live securely in your land i will grant peace in the land and you shall lie down and no one shall make you afraid i will remove dangerous animals from the land and no sword will go through your land you will give chase to your enemies and they shall fall before you by the sword. Five of you shall give chase to a hundred and a hundred of you shall give chase to 10,000. Your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. I will look with favor upon you and make you fruitful and multiply you. And I will maintain my covenant with you. You shall eat old grain long stored and you shall have to clear out the old to make way for the new. I will place my dwelling in your midst and I shall not abhor you. I will walk among you and will be your God and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be their slaves no more. I have broken the bars of the, your yoke and made you walk erect. But if you will not obey me and do not observe all, my, all these commandments, if you spurn my statutes and abhor my ordinances so that you will not observe all my commandments and you break my covenant, I in turn will do this to you. I will bring terror on you, consumption, fever that wastes the eyes and cause life to pine away. You shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. I will set my face against you, and you shall be struck down by your enemies. Your foes shall rule over you, and you shall flee, though no one pursues you. And if in spite of this you will not obey me, I will continue to punish you sevenfold for your sins. I will break your proud glory, and I will make your sky like iron, and your earth like copper your strength 
shall be spent to no purpose. Your land shall not yield its produce, and the trees of the land shall not yield their fruit. If you continue to hostile to me and will not obey me, I will continue to plague you sevenfold for your sins. I will let loose wild animals against you and they shall bereave you and your children and destroy your livestock. They shall make you few in number and your road shall be deserted. If in spite of these punishments, you have not turned back to me, but continue hostile to me, then I too will continue hostile to you. I myself will strike you sevenfold for your sins. I will bring the sword against you, executing vengeance for the covenant. And if you withdraw within your cities, I will send pestilence among you and you shall be delivered into enemy hands when I break your staff of bread. Ten women shall bake your bread in a single oven, and they shall dole out your bread by weight. And though you eat, you shall not be satisfied. But despite this, you disobey me and continue hostile to me. I will continue hostile to you in fury. I, in turn, will punish, my, punish you myself sevenfold for your sins, you shall eat the flesh of your sons. You shall eat the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places and cut down your incense altars. I will heap your carcasses on the carcasses of your idols. I will abhor you. I will lay your cities to waste, will make your sanctuaries desolate, and will not smell your pleasing odors. I will devastate the land so that your enemies who come to settle in it shall be appalled at it. And you, I will scatter among nations and I will unseat the sword against you. Your land shall be desolation, your cities laid waste. Then the land shall enjoy its Sabbath years as long as it lies desolate while you are in the land of your enemies. Then the land shall rest and enjoy its Sabbath years. As long as it lies desolate, it shall have the rest it did not have on your Sabbath when you were living on it. And as for those of you who survive, I will send faintness into their hearts in the lands of their enemies. The sound of a driven leaf shall put them into flight, and they shall flee as one flees from the sword. They shall fall, though no one pursues. They shall stumble over one another as if to escape a sword, though no one pursues. And you have no power to stand against your enemies. You shall perish among the nations, and the lands of your enemies shall devour you. And those who survive shall languish in the land of your enemies because of their inequities. They shall also languish because of their inequities against their ancestors. If they confess their inequity and the inequity of their ancestors and that they've committed treachery against me and moreover that they continue hostile to me so that I in turn continue hostile to them and brought them into the land of their enemies. And if their uncircumcised heart is humbled and they make amendments for their inequity, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob. I will remember also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham. I will remember the land for the land shall be deserted by them and enjoy its Sabbath years by lying desolate without them, while they shall make amends for their inequity because they dare to spurn my ordinances and they abhorred my statues. Yet for all that, when they are in the land of the enemies, I will not spurn them or abhor them. So as long <clears throat> or abhor them so as to destroy them utterly and break my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. I will remember in their favor the covenant with their ancestors who I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations to be their God. I am the Lord. These are the statues and ordinances and laws that the Lord established between himself and the people of Israel on Mount Sinai through Moses. La da 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 King Kong ain't got nothing on me moment. Yeah, I was. It was giving me um, King George from Hamilton when he would like threaten the colonists and stuff. Yeah, I never saw Hamilton. So. Oh, it's it's a it's a good musical. 
cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't understand the appeal, but maybe because I didn't see it. It's just George, some rapping he's fuckers. Like, he's, about, the, he's the only white actor in the production, and he's so funny. And it's 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 really I, one of the I highlights. Word for it. Yeah, it's great. And Again, he has that's a just song. one of those moments where art just seems subjective. Yeah. Um. Well, but it makes me think of this because he's the, just all the threats. This was like this was some hit him up like rap beef like level. Yeah, of I just thought of Denzel in Training Day sure. when you were delivering all that. I was I was trying to get into like sort of that bravado energy of yeah yeah yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So um. I'm, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm drowning in God's love. Um, no, <laughs> I don't. But I will. Do you have anything to say about that? Before um, I go to the... it, it felt wildly abusive. I would agree. <laughs> I think well, this is why to me it's so obvious, like the link between like church and abuse, because this is an abuse manual. This is like straight up abuse juice. A while ago when I was, um, this was years ago, years before I knew you. And like I was dead. What? There was wanted... time you didn't know me. I know. Imagine that. I figured you were I was trying to date. I was trying to date this, um, girl, uh, or woman, young lady. Um, I call her Jay. And, um, I remember we were having a discussion about, you know, why she chose Christianity versus choosing like Islam or anything else. And she had said something along the lines of anytime I talk to people, a part of other religions, they just seem so angry and it doesn't seem like a religion of love. And I want to be a part of something that's about love. And you reading that Megan and constantly leading up to other, or, to this day in other chapter through other chapters we read i was just thinking like none of this makes me feel the love of the lord at all like this has all been abuse and all been like if you don't do what i say i'm gonna beat you or murder you or have something bad to you that's not love no i mean this is the guy who brought you like hey you can give your slaves to your kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> from the minds something- that brought you slavery <laughs> Yeah, just something that uh, and, yeah, that uh, I thought about. While and you were what's an this. uncircumcised heart? I don't know. A heart that it, I mean is just the heart of an uncircumcised person. Maybe okay. uncircumcised heart <laughs> in the Bible. Look at that. It's a good... What does the Bible say about uncircumcised heart? Um, according to BibleTools.org. Uh, and quote unquote uncircumcised heart um, this is specifically mentioned for Acts which we're not in but Acts 7 uh, 51 through 53 an uncircumcised heart is one that is closed and impervious to God's attempts to affect it it is it resists them which is why Stephen calls them stiff necked quote unquote stiff people okay I remember uh, that one that's a banger but like, why did you make that a feature? You could have just made us like, yeah. My daughter's pointing that earlier. It's like you could have just made people better. Like people are so shitty. Like why didn't you just make us better? I don't know. Maybe votive offerings will uh, let us know. Oh, maybe. Um, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Speak to the people of Israel and say to them." When a person makes an explicit vow to the Lord concerning the equivalent for a human being, the equivalent for a male shall be from 20 to 20, from 20 to 60 years of age. The equivalent shall be 50 shekels of silver by the sanctuary shekel. If the person is a female, the equivalent is 30 shekels. Wait a minute. They automatically get half just because you have boobs. I can make people. How am I worthless? Because you aren't stronger. If the age is from five to sixty, 
5 to 60. If the age is from 5 to 20 years of age, the equivalent is 20 shekels for a male and 10 shekels for a female. If the age is from 1 month to 5 years, the equivalent for a male is 5 shekels of silver, and for a female, the equivalent is 3 shekels of silver. And if the person is 60 years old or over, then the equivalent for a male is 15 shekels, and for a female, 10 shekels. If any cannot afford the equivalent they shall be brought before the priest and the priest shall assess them the priest shall assess them according to what each one making a vow can afford i'm sorry pause so we're talking about how much you can sell a person for um speak to the lord uh, when a person makes an explicit vow to the lord concerning the equivalent for a human being yes we are cool i'm sorry sorry pardon the interruption if it concerns an animal that may be brought as an offering to the Lord, any such that may be given to the Lord shall be holy. Another shall be shall not be exchanged or substituted for it, either good for bad or bad for good. And if one animal is substituted for another, both that one and its substitute shall be holy. If it concerns any unclean animal that may not be brought as an offering to the Lord, the animal shall be presented before the priest. The priest shall assess it, whether good or bad, according to the assessment of the priest, so it shall be. But if it is to be redeemed, one-fifth must be added to the assessment. If a person consecrates a house to the Lord, the priest shall assess it, whether good or bad, as the priest assesses it, so it shall be stand. And if one who consecrates the house wishes to redeem it, one-fifth shall be added to it, its assessed value, and it shall revert to the original owner. If a person consecrates to the Lord any inherited land holding, its assessment shall be in accordance with its seed requirements, 50 shekels of silver to a homer or a barley seed. If the person consecrates the field as of the year of jubilee the assessment shall stand but if the field is consecrated after the jubilee the priest shall compute the price for it according to the years that remain until the year of jubilee and the assessment shall be reduced and if the one who consecrates the field wishes to redeem it then one-fifth shall be added to its assessed value and it shall revert to the original owner but if the field is not redeemed or if it has been sold to someone else it shall no longer be redeemable but when the field is released in the Jubilee, it shall be holy to the Lord as a devote, devoted field. It becomes the priest's holding. If someone consecrates to the Lord a field that has been purchased, which is not part of the inherited land holding, the, land holding, the priest shall compute for it to the proportionate assessment up to the year of Jubilee. And the assessment shall be paid as of that day, a sacred donation to the lord in the year of jubilee the field shall return to one from whom it was bought who's holding the land all assessments shall be by the sanctuary shekel 20 gariffs shall make a shekel a firstling of animals however which as a firstling belongs to the lord cannot be consecrated by anyone anyone whether ox or sheep it is the Lord's, if it is an unclean animal, it should be ransomed at its assessment with one-fifth added if it is not redeemed. It shall be sold at its assessment. Nothing that a person owns that has been devoted to destruction devoted to destruction for the Lord, be it human or animal, or inherited land holding may be sold or redeemed every devoted thing is most holy to the Lord. No human beings who have been devoted to destruction can be ransomed. They shall be put to death. All tithes from the Lord, whether the seed from the ground or the fruit from the tree are the Lord's. They are holy to the Lord. If persons wish to redeem any of their tithes, they must add one fifth to them. All tithes of herd and flock, every tenth one that passes under the shepherd's staff shall be holy to the Lord. Let no one inquire whether it is good or bad or make substitution for it. If one makes substitution for it, then both it and the substitute shall be holy and cannot be redeemed. These are the commandments that the Lord gave to Moses for the people of Israel on Mount Sinai. This just makes God further seem like a greedy bastard, but whatever. It's giving scam. Yeah, it's like uh, this reminds me of the um, yeah giving Sam. That makes me think of uh, when there were those blessing looms i think they were going on in text messages oh you know? no do you not know what those were i think it was no it was like some somebody would send you a text and uh let me look it up blessing while loom. you're doing that i kind of want to blessing loom pyramid scheme 
Oh, it's, it just says it right there. Yeah, it was a a blessing or a pyramid scheme. Uh, you can say what you need to say. It's called a blessing loom. Go ahead. It it to me, there's a passage here that makes it sound like it was a regular practice to sacrifice humans to the Lord. Um, I would not put that past anything that we I'm gonna, read. So I'm going to reread this because it said weird because you brought up before this all sounds like a lot of legalese to be confusing. Mm-hmm. Okay, this says here, nothing that a person owns that has been devoted to destruction for the Lord. So I think that's an, a fancy way of saying sacrifice. So they're saying nothing that I have devoted for sacrifice to the Lord, mm-hmm. be it human or animal or inherited land holding may be sold or redeemed. Every devoted thing is most holy to the Lord. No human beings who have been devoted to destruction can be ransomed. They shall be put to death. Yeah. Sounds about right. I don't like this book. Like, this is not a good book. I'm just going to say it. I feel like the fact that I'm still in the beginning. So (laughs) I mean, if if we get to a part that says like, oh, my God, like the Israelites were wilding, like what was going on? I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, I I mean, I guess we'll find out. I don't think it is either. But and, and then we go into tithing. You know, we know this is very popular with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to get those ties, man. God is, God's just not going to take your word for it. Even though he knows your heart, he needs to know your pocketbook to know you're serious. Yeah. It's the only way. It's the only way. It's the same as when you go into a business and you want to get a service and they make you do a down payment. It's I don't the only really way. mind people like, you know, we're here in America and one of the best things about America is the fact that we have the establishment. establishment. We're in the United States. Yeah, United States there, of America. There's a technical thing called South America. There is. But so people, yeah, we're when they say the, we're in America, they use it I think it I said the United States though. No, you said we're in America. Oh, my bad. You. Thank you. So we're in the United States of America and um, I lost my point. So what's up next time on the Bible Breakdown? Oh, no, that was it. The Establishment Clause. That's the good thing about the United States, like the Constitution. We have the Establishment Clause, which means separation between church and state. We're eroding it all the time. But I think the fact that you brought up before, like what? Something that people wrote down. We, they don't follow. Know, oh my right? God, shocker. Right. But I think the fact that we don't even refer to the separation of church and state as the Establishment Clause, which it is. Like the big, the, like whenever they're like the founding fathers read the Bible, it's like, yeah, it immediately decided we should not be using it to run anything. Like yeah. the priest, the, the, who was it Voltaire who said man will never be free until the last king is strangled by the entrails of the last priest. Maybe it was Rousseau. I can't remember, but basically like, yeah, like priests are the because you can see how much power they're giving the priest here because they get to assess how much everything's worth. Oh, yeah, the very fun part at the um, beginning about like how much it was how women are worth half of Diderot. Diderot. I'm sorry, Denis Diderot is who said that. I don't know where the fuck you got Voltaire, Voltaire from. I don't know. I read a lot of different people. Dietrich, is that what it is? No, it's print, it's D I D E R O T. I'm assuming this person is French because the name is Wait, Denis. Wait, spell it again. D-I-D-E-R-O-T. Mm-hmm. That's said your quote. Denis Diderot. Okay. 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 Well, Voltaire, that's not that far off. Like, I knew it was a, okay, like it was a French philosopher. It's not like that crazy. Is Voltaire French? Yes. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anywho, I never knew that Voltaire was French. Oh yeah, we're all learning today. I didn't know Denis said that, but you know, it's a great quote. Sure. 
And I mean, he has a point. Like they're just all running game. Like kings are like, God put me in charge. So I'm in charge and my kids are going to be in charge because God said my blood was the best. And the priests are like, yeah, we can back him up. We heard from God and he told us who his wife's supposed to be. And yeah, his wife definitely wasn't cheating on him and having a baby by some, you know, stable boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you have next to- time <laughs> on Bible Breakdown? We are actually done with the Leviticus. We're now jumping into numbers. Oh my gosh. This is like such a press. I didn't, even, I didn't even realize we were ending Leviticus today. I hated Leviticus. And what a perfect way to go out on such a shitty yeah. chapter. Season three was not great. <laughs> And Moses is still alive, by the way. Well, Moses is, I mean, from what we can tell, Moses was never alive. But from the canon of the story, yeah, it looks like he's still, uh, God's still whispering stuff to this dude. And like this idea, the, the, yeah. So yeah, Yeah. numbers, that'll, oh, yay, we'll have lineages. We'll get back into that. Orders of encampment and marching. Ooh, it looks like we're going to get into... Um, more rules. Yeah, a lot of rules. Duties of the Levites. So, I mean, I feel like we've been really negative. What's something positive? Is there something you got out of the Bible today? No, not at all. Well, I, I told you my thing is that just run that game. Run, yeah. Like you, you're not responsible for um the being moral or ethical to other that's, people i don't i feel like that's Walter, a choice i, I think the like universe Walter, allows you that choice differently like i think I, there's this idea of do we owe each other anything no and i disagree i think we do i think it's i think it's nice and and i think it should be encouraged to provide that courtesy but i think it's no. necessary for survival maybe all right. Well, I I mean I I personally like the like which world do you want to live in? Um. Well, I want to live in a world where people educate themselves. So I don't I don't know. I feel like that would solve a lot of these problems. Well, we have to create that world because people they're trying to make it harder for people to educate ourselves. Like very like boring things like net neutrality and you know literacy but at the same time i mean i kind of already feel like i can do what i can do but also uh, we've had this talk the goal is to just become financially stable and worry about me and mine um i it mean obviously like that's not the path though like will smith has that and he's a wreck but yeah i don't well i can't speak on that situation i don't know I don't know what his I don't know what's true and what's false with that. Sure. And I'm sure I don't really Maybe he's great. Care. Who knows? I don't really care. But there's a what lot What I of do broken. care about is me not being broke. I mean and me true. not having to I don't want you to be broke. Suffer under the the thumb of But I mean society. you will admit there's like room between broke and filthy rich. Yeah. There's I, yeah, of course there's room. But I don't I don't think the oh, I think oh, um, the current answer or the short term answer is to sorry get money. Sure. All right. Well, let's wrap this up so everything renders okay. But um, thanks for joining us today. Bible breakdown podcast at gmail dot com, and I think we're out. All right. Peace.